T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Friday, Friday, Friday. We finally made it. To be honest with you, to be completely honest with you, I didn't know if we'd make it to this moment. Being all on my lonesome, Adrian Hernandez here, Lindsey Brown in spirit. She's back home in Minnesota. She will be back on Monday, which means I kind of need some help. You know what I'm saying? I can't just, I can't do everything by myself. So I had to bring in some support and some backup. And I'm not just talking about some of the very special guests joining us, but someone I used to work with professionally at another radio station that did not have direct deposit. Thankfully, <laughs> we are in greener pastures. My guy, Ron. But here's the thing, Ron. Yeah. What are we going to call you? Because before, you've been known in these Vegas streets as Radio Dizzle. You've been known as Ron Dizzle. You have other nicknames from before we met. Yep. So as we as we bring you into the show, what would you like to be called, good sir? And welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show. So the one thing that a lot of people call me now since I've retired and the only person that can bring me out of retirement from radio is my man here, Adrian Hernandez. Thank you. Thank you. And so, so, I oh, called you in desperation. Thank you so much. <laughs> Ron, I need you, dog. I need you. I know you did. And look, this is one thing that I, I got to go back to my roots, man. I was given my name. For a reason. So I just want to go by my full name, my legal name, Ron Bandana. There Ron it is. Bandana. There it is. Okay, Ron. No Raiders, Ron. No you Raiders, are. Ron. So let's, look, coming up on the show, let's get to it right now. Okay. okay. This is this is the playbook of what's going to happen. Coming up after this break, we'll be joined by MLB Odyssey insider Bob Nightingale. He has been on the track with Juan Soto and what's going on with that. Of course, we here are the home of the Dodgers, 1140 The Bet. Of course, last night was a classic against Woo. the Giants. A great game. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. tonight. But we're going to talk to Bob about the trade deadline, the All-Star game, get up to date with baseball. Because to be honest, for those that listen to the show, you know me and Lindsey don't talk a lot of baseball but Ron also does, so he's going to give us some baseball tips, too. Most definitely. Bob Nightingale will join us here coming up. And also, to close out the hour, we haven't spent any time this week talking about the unveiling. Every day it's been a different group position. I'm talking about the Madden NFL 23 ratings. Well, today they released the ratings for the quarterbacks. <laughs> and Ron 
is born and raised here in Las Vegas, but he is a huge Raiders fan. Most deaf. And there's kind of a reason on why Derek Carr can feel some disrespect. So we're going to get into those ratings and talk about these QB ratings to see what EA got right mm. and what they got wrong. Usually it's the gameplay. This time it may be some of the ratings for the quarterbacks. <laughs> and then in the second hour, we're going to do a very special edition of the deep dive, which, to be clear, Ronald doesn't really know exactly what that is. I told mm-hmm. him, just be safe, sit in your seat. <laughs> I'm going to ask you questions. I want your initial thoughts because we need to get to know you here because some might know you from your previous life at another radio station, but there's a whole new audience so we can get to know you. And then we'll be joined by ESPN's Justin Tinsley. Yes, that's the guy you've probably seen on the round the horn. And of course, one of our taglines here on the Playmakers is sports and other things. Which means we're going to talk a little bit about some music and some hip-hop with Justin Tinsley. He did the 30 for 30 for ESPN called The King of Crenshaw, talking about Nipsey Hussle, who was tragically murdered. Well, earlier this month, the ruling the grand jury, uh, basically, Eric Holder Jr. was charged with first-degree murder. So we'll get into that and his impact as it's been a couple years since he's passed away. And then we'll close out the week, as we always do, with a look back at it. And also, that's not it. We got some tickets that we're going to give away here in less than 15 minutes. The Soccer Champions Tour 2022 going down later today. So you might need to pick up these tickets and then head straight to Allegiant Stadium because the (laughs) inaugural Soccer Champions Tour is going to have Italy's Juventus taking on the Chivas de Guadalajara. It's going down later tonight at Allegiant Stadium. So we'll give out those tickets in less than 15 minutes. But... We do have some news we need to get to. This is breaking news. Whew. Ron? Yeah. need to get myself together. First and foremost, breaking news on 1140 The Bet is brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win $5.6 million. Excuse me. Let's say that one more time. It's the Beat the Streak podcast, and it helps you get an inside edge on how to win the $5.6 million prize every day this baseball season. Listen to the podcast on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast. Now, that breaking news is that Vince McMahon is retiring as chief executive of WWE. The announcement comes after the company disclosed an investigation into his alleged sexual misconduct. Now... The first report from the Wall Street Journal Journal that came out letting people know that the WWE Board of Directors was going into an investigation because of these disclosed agreements uh, that he was that he, you know, was had to give basically a hush pact, I guess is the term that I'm searching for. He had to give to three separate uh, women a million dollars each. And if I'm going to go into my initial thoughts Number one, I never thought in my life I'd see a day where this man would retire while he's still breathing. I thought this man would go to the grave being the head of WWE. To me, it's simply unfathomable. I know I'm a huge fan. Ron, I know you don't watch it as much because you're a grown-ass man. What are your (laughs) thoughts (laughs) as you hear this report and we heard the news as we were getting ready for the show? Look. Now, I don't watch it as of now, but, of course, I am from that era with The Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, Triple H, Goldberg, you know, when they joined. So, for me, Vince McMahon has been a staple in the WWE for years. And to see this go into the direction that it's heading in, you know, I can't even fathom it, to be completely honest with you. It's uh, it's tough to hear. My childhood is is slowly dying as I get older. Um, you know, you start to see things pass by. 
that you weren't anticipating. This is one of those moments. And I know to you, this is heartbreaking. Well, it's now that all this information has come out, it's it's not as heartbreaking. It's as shocking. And one thing I do want to be clear and I want to say it's it's still incredible that Vince McMahon was the son of Vince McMahon Sr., who had a territory, territory, meaning he was throwing shows in a section of the country. And back then, everyone had a section. Someone had the South, someone had the West Coast, someone had the East Coast, the Midwest, uh, the, the deep, deep in the South in Florida. Everyone had their territories. When Vince McMahon presently bought his territory from his father and then bought everyone out and said, no, I'm making this national and turning it into this billion-dollar industry, is crazy and it's iconic. But to me, what's crazy about the situation is let's do this timeline because we did have Andreas Hall on the show from Sporting News who covers all combat sports from MMA to WWE to boxing. But this is how this goes. June 15th, the Wall Street Journal breaks the initial story. Like I said earlier, $3 million hush packed, hush packed three separate women. One of the women was, quote, passed around from Vince McMahon to John Laurinaitis, who John Laurinaitis is the head of talent relations and then was given a promotion because of the sexual uh, relationship with Vince, which is said to be consensual. But obviously, when you're the boss and you're a woman trying to find a job, we don't know if that was really consensual. and We don't really know the exact details, which is why the WWE opened up this investigation, because also... The WWE is a publicly funded company now. Before, in the early 90s and the 80s, it wasn't. Meaning, you can't just give someone a promotion because you're sleeping with them. That's illegal. We move over to 617. So two days later, Stephanie McMahon, who went away when the WWE found out that this investigation was going, she went away with her husband, who at the time stepped back as well earlier in the year because of some health problems, Triple H, that he was dealing with. But Stephanie returned two days later. As the interim CEO and Vince McMahon makes his first appearance since this went public, completely ignored everything, just said the tagline of the company that WWE is then now and forever, and then walked off stage and didn't comment or even like bring up or acknowledge that this is happening. Three days later on Monday Night Raw, he comes out again and does the same thing. Some would say... They made the announcement that he was going to get in the ring just for ratings because he didn't comment on anything. The next day, John Laurinaitis removed as head of talent relations. On my birthday, July 8th, the second story from the Wall Street Journal comes out that Vince McMahon paid three more women. This time, between the three women, had to pay $12 million in hush money. And excuse me, it wasn't three women. It was four women, $12 million in hush money. The tagline from the Wall Street Journal is, the longtime chief of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated secured non-disclosure agreements to keep secret allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity leading to today. Like we said, breaking news about an hour ago, Vince McMahon sent out a tweet that he is officially retired. Stephanie McMahon becomes chairwoman and co-CEO alongside Nick Khan. And Triple H, who has been gone for months, has returned from his health problems and has become the EVP, the executive vice president. And I want to let people know something. The Wall Street Journal isn't done reporting. And not only them, HBO Real Sports has been working on something for a long time. 
Netflix was actually trying to do a Last Dance type documentary on Vince McMahon that about three weeks ago, after investing millions of dollars in production to set this up, had to scrap because they gave final clearance of the documentary to WWE, meaning if they didn't like something that was said or done in that documentary, they could say, no, we can't put it in there. So that's that's kind of where we stand now. But then, Ron, two minutes ago, Tony Khan, do you know do you know what AEW is? How they're making moves on TNT? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, they're making huge moves. On Twitter, Tony Khan goes, Thank you to wrestling fans and your great support of AEW. I'm grateful to now be the longest tenured CEO in pro wrestling. Thank you to everyone who watches AEW on TNT. We will see you later tonight at 10 p.m. on TNT. Shots fired. And on the flip side, the funny thing is is that AEW Rampage airs every Friday night on TNT at 10 p.m. Before that, though, for two hours, starting at 8 p.m., or here on the West Coast after the Playmakers on Fox, is Friday Night SmackDown. They have a show to do in less than two hours right now. What we do know is that the WWE held a staff meeting with all the wrestlers and just everyone who works there. And they also have their biggest show of the summer, SummerSlam, in eight days. And one of the biggest box office people that they have, one of their biggest box office draws, is Brock Lesnar. He's supposed to take on Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. He's the main event of SummerSlam. He's the big draw. When he found out the news after Vince McMahon sent the entire staff a basically a goodbye letter, Brock Lesnar has left the arena. He is not there right now. The WWE is scrambling to find a replacement because things have changed. And yeah, AEW also has the talent that before wouldn't have a place to go. And we don't know the exact quote, but Brock Lesnar's line as he was walking out the arena that he told executives for WWE is that if Brock is gone, then I'm gone. This is pretty bad for the WWE right now and what's going to happen without these next two weeks. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how they're going to replace them in the long term, if I'm being completely honest, to have Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and even Nick Khan and these different philosophies and someone who is not 77 years old and is not engaged on what 20, 30-year-old, 40-year-old hell. This is a PG company. This is really a company for kids that is in touch with them is going to be good. But whatever the Wall Street Journal has and that they're working on, whatever HBO and Real Sports has is so big that it is going to cause it. it, I should rephrase that. Whatever they're working on is big enough to make Vince McMahon retired. Someone so powerful in an industry where anybody that he's gone up against, including Ted Turner, the billionaire, he is squashed. And he has dominated. And he has sold his rights to Peacock for billions of dollars. He got the SmackDown deal on Fox for billions of dollars. A man so powerful and ignorant and doesn't even want to acknowledge and makes appearances and shows up at UFC events when he specifically threw a WWE event on the biggest night for UFC across the, uh, across the strip and then shows up to UFC and lets one of, the, uh, one of the UFC fighters come out as The Undertaker. Like, this man doesn't care. Obviously, whatever's about to come out here in the near future is going to be really, really bad. Now, 
we need the segue because I did not expect to talk about that. But breaking yeah. news is what breaking news is. So, Ron, you're huge into the Raiders. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about Derek Carr and the QB ratings. But I want to let the audience get a sense of who you are and, and what some of your takes are and how you feel about the Raiders. So now I'm going to shut up about wrestling. And I kind of want to give you this platform. And what do you think about, of course, Josh McDaniels and, and Ziggler being here, the new regime, getting Devontae Adams, getting Chandler Jones, and, like, where are you with the Raiders as training camp kicks off? One thing that I want to say about my Raiders is I'm extremely proud of all the offseason additions, all right? But one thing that I, I want to ask you before you you get a little quiet, right, is the Raiders are under the radar. Do you feel that way? Yes, I do. I feel like they're being, uh, I mean, <laughs> close to being disrespected <laughs> when it Definitely. comes to the rest of the teams in AFC West, whether it's the Broncos, the Chiefs still getting their plugs, or the Chargers, who everyone predicts to win when they haven't even made the playoffs. So, yes, I do agree with that. Exactly. So, as we talk about the Chargers, the Raiders, and the whole AFC West, right? Now, the Kansas City Chiefs is the ultimate alpha in the AFC West, right? Yep. Okay. Now, with that being said, who did they just lose? I think they lost Tyreek Hill. Okay. Why doesn't anyone truly talk about that? Well, I just think that they would assume that Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT and that He's going to have to evolve this season. But when you have a quarterback that talented, that maybe Tyreek Hill doesn't, it doesn't mean that it's the end of their, you know, they still got Travis Kelsey. They still got Patrick Mahomes. They're still going to be a high scoring offense. Who did they get? Juju and they signed one other wide receiver just recently. Well, let me flip it back to the Raiders real quick. I, I want to talk about this because this is going to segue. This is going to okay. segue me I see what into my doing. Raiders. Okay, okay, I will go down this path, please. I I do not have faith in Juju Smith-Schuster. This is probably his last chance. Yeah, it's crazy how things have fallen within two to three years. But yeah, he needs to produce, and I don't think he's a true number one. He's not a deep threat. And they're making him seem as he is a true number one. But who was the true number one receiver? The number one receiver in the AFC West right now. I mean, you'd have to give it to Devontae. Exactly. Then if you move into the best hands besides Devontae in the AFC West. Ooh, hand stock. Who, who is that? I would, I've never seen Hunter Renfro's hands. Okay. I've heard things he about does, his hands. He does not drop anything. The best slot route, uh, route runner comes from the Las Vegas Raiders, and his name is Hunter Renfro. This is true. Okay. Now, as we talk about – who the wide receivers are in the AFC West. You're talking about Jerry Judy, which no, you know, discredit to Jerry Judy. I, I, I like him. He's fast. Okay. So is Sutton. So I'm not going to take that away from the too. Broncos. Okay. But. Underrated got, in Madden. Sorry. Very underrated. But what I will say is that offense with Russell Wilson, where he wasn't as dynamic last year with his Seattle team, having Lockett. And on top of that, having one of the fastest receivers already in, in DK Metcalf. And you still did not have a winning season. But they expect this with the Broncos. I'm with you on the Broncos. As a matter of fact, we had Larry Holder from The Athletic who writes about the league at, at large. Yeah. He went on our airwaves and said, teams don't let go of quarterbacks for no reason. Correct. So for the Seahawks to let go of Russell Wilson. Matter of fact, on the Bet Las Vegas on Twitter – we have on the video that we posted about Larry Holder saying this about Russell Wilson, we have Bronco fans and Seahawks fans going after each other right yeah. now because Seahawks fans are like 100%. He's yeah. not the same. Every year it's been less and less and less, and now he got hurt last year, to your point. Yep. So I agree with you on the the hype on everyone else. 
should be there needs to be more talked about with the Raiders. They made the playoffs yes. last year. Not just that, but the the only team that I will give credit to is the Los Angeles Chargers in the AFC West. I think it will be a battle of LA and a battle of LV. That is what it's going to come down to. So no Chiefs. No Chiefs. The Chiefs are out of there. I say they come in third this year and along with the Broncos coming in at fourth. But let's talk about these Raiders, all right? We got the most explosive offense on paper with Renfro, Adams, Demarcus Robinson, Keelan Cole, Drake, and Jacobs with one of the top 10 quarterbacks of last year who just came off of one of the best seasons that he's ever had. So you, you Derek have, Carr. I'm sorry to cut you off. You have faith in Demarcus Robinson? I think that Demarcus Robinson played a huge part for the Chiefs, that he is a great slot player. And that can stretch the field. Absolutely. I, I think he's definitely going to be a weapon. Well, we yeah. definitely need a deep field weapon to kind of open up everything. Exactly. You, We saw what, before everything happened in the incident with Henry Ruggs, what that deep threat truly did. Now, you got one of the best route runners, unguardable wide receivers that, to me, I've been saying this for quite some time, is the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae Adams. Okay. 99 overall matter. When was the last time a Raider fan was able to say we have a 99 overall player on the team? I'm going to give you some credit because for a long time here on the Playmakers, I'm from Cleveland. Lindsey's from Minnesota. Uh, Paul is not from Las Vegas. Uh, we finally have some Las Vegas like Raiders talk. I really yeah. do enjoy this. But, Ron, I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Radio. Some of the notes that you did aren't going to be able to be used right it's now. It's all good. Because we need to give out these tickets right now. It is your chance to win a family four-pack. Tickets to go see the inaugural Soccer Champions Tour. It's going down tonight. So if you cannot go tonight, please do not call. Because these tickets are not are for tonight. They're not for tomorrow. They're not for Sunday. They're for a Friday night at Allegiant Stadium. Juventus going up against the Chivas de Guadalajara. You just need to be caller 10 right now. 702-889-5978. That is 702-889-5978. Good luck to caller 10 from the Playmakers and 1140 The Bet. We popped your bubble, Ron. You yes, are you officially in sports radio. And coming up next, we officially need to talk some baseball. The trade deadline is a few days away, and we got our Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale, Bob Nightingale joining us next. It's 1140 The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. On the line is Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale. Insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Bob, first and foremost, welcome to the Playmakers. Great time for us to have you on. Extremely busy time for you, so thank you so much. How are you doing? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Of course, and before we get into Juan Soto and all the trade deadline conversation, I want to ask you about the All-Star game because we're in the early 2000s. We were at a place where MLB wasn't allowing like the Spider-Man logo on the bases because of tradition. And now with this All-Star game, we had the umpire camera. We had Nestor Cortez and Jose Trevino being mic'd up and getting to see their conversation during at-bats. What would you make of the presentation of the All-Star game, and is that going to be something that they're going to implement into regular season broadcast? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a, uh, you know, we'll never see in a regular season. I mean, you can't do it then. you got to concentrate and as the Astros showed, if you could still sign is doing it that way, everybody would be stealing <laughs> what they're seeing on audio. It would be a complete nightmare. But for an exhibition, yeah, it was fun. It was a, uh, I was at the game, so, you know, obviously the, the fans and stuff couldn't hear it. I just happened to be listening to it in the press box. But it was very entertaining, particularly from uh, the Toronto pitcher, Manoa. Yeah, him and John Smoltz. Yeah, that was that was very, very entertaining stuff. And it was cool to see, you know, MLB kind of embrace the future. But in the future, what are we, less than two weeks away from the, dra- uh, the trade deadline? Yesterday, you tweeted out, the Washington Nationals have begun fielding preliminary offers for Juan Soto. You included seven teams that are interested. The Mariners, Padres, Giants, Dodgers, Cardinals, Yankees, and Mets. In your estimation out of those three, what are the top three most likely landing spots and why? I think the top two for sure are San Diego and Seattle, two very aggressive GMs. Seattle's trying to make the playoffs for the first time since 2001, you know, longest route, you know, in North American sports. Uh, San Diego, you know, everyone in the World Series, you know, they know they need to start doing something here. Uh, so I, in that case, uh, I think they, you know, they have two or three hundred million dollars players in the roster, I think just the fact they get Soto, get that kind of offense, they get that kind of defense, I expect them to be very aggressive as well. Uh, number three, I think it's a uh, you know, flip of coin with the other, other four teams, but I think another other five teams, but I think those two stand out. Is is this something, though, like all intents and purposes, if you had to hedge your bets, is this something that's going to happen at the deadline or more likely the off season? I think more likely in the off season, but I don't just count the deadline. If someone panics and says, "Yeah, we got to get this guy," then I think you could a, uh, you know, then I think it'll happen. But I just think there's so much that needs to be done. I mean, really needs to a, uh, you know, a, a situation where you got to uh, you know analyze someone's farm system. So everybody that's in here, you got to send a ton of scouts out and evaluating those prospects. If your team that gets them, you're going to have to give up some major league players too. It doesn't give you time enough to recover, you know, to go get major league players back, you know, make up for the ones you're losing. So that's why I think it it makes more sense in the off season. 
But, you know, I don't completely rule it out. And I want to get your perspective on this thought that I had because, first and foremost, I know we're here in Las Vegas, 1140, the bet. But I'm born and raised in Cleveland, so I am a Guardians fan. And one of the more fascinating things about the All-Star Week was the fact that Andreas Jimenez was voted and selected for the AL team. Meanwhile, Francisco Lindor for the New York Mets still hasn't made an All-Star team as a Met. Does that give Nationals fans some hope that, yes, you can lose an All-Star, but in a matter of years, it might be okay? Well, yeah, I mean, both ways. I mean, obviously, yeah, Jimenez has done a wonderful job. Uh, you know, at least he had played the major league level. So I think the gamble is when you take some of these kids, you know, that aren't above double A, you just don't know if they're going to turn out. I mean, look in New York. I mean, they were getting blasted for uh, the Edwin Diaz trade when they traded away Jared Kelnick and took on Cano. Granted, Cano, you know, didn't work out, and you know, but it's just money. Uh, you know, Diaz is an all-star pitcher, and Kelnick is still stuck in the minor leagues. And this guy was considered, you know, going to be a budding superstar. So you just never know. Uh, that's why I think for the Nationals trade Soto, they're going to have to get blown away here. Yeah, and that's what it's just – it's remarkable to see their drop of being World Series winners and then where they're at now. But here on 1140 The Bet, we are the home of the Dodgers here in Las Vegas. And, of course, Dodgers are in first place. Last night, the comeback, a fantastic game against the Dodgers – or against the Giants, excuse me. And they have a lot of what-if scenarios with their roster because Walker Bueller – is he going to come back in September? Dustin May, is he going to come back and return to form? Even in the bullpen with Danny Duffy and Victor Gonzalez, do you think they stay put at the deadline, or do they try to add some reassurance? Well, I think they got to get some reassurance. I just, you know, uh, you know, they're involved with Soto, too. Uh, you know, get a huge bat to make up for some any pitching shortcomings. I just don't know, I mean, can you t- count on Tony Goslin, you know, to do that the second half? Uh, is Bueller coming back? Will Kershaw stay healthy? Uh, I think for sure they got to get bullpen help. You know, the, the Brewers were talking to teams about Josh Hader that he's available. I think that'd be a perfect fit if the Brewers move him. So I, I think they're going to get a reliever in their starter. They'll dance around the Soto thing, but, you know, they really don't need Soto. I want to want to ask you about the Toronto Blue Jays because obviously they got rid of their manager, but I'm looking at the standings now, 50 and 43. Of course, that's 13 and a half games back from the Yankees who are having a hell of a season. Uh, do you think they uh, is this season? Did they throw it away when they fired the manager? Or are they still going to try to make moves to compete and uh, get into the postseason? Well, they need their starter for sure. So I, I think to be very aggressive, getting a starting pitcher like a like Luis Castillo of. Uh, I'm since I read, he's the guy everybody wants. He's a true ace, or, you know, worse number two starter. So I, I think they want to make moves, try to get in the, uh, you know, get a wild card spot. Uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, close. Uh, you know, particularly just with the teams in the AL East. Uh, I don't think anyone from the AL Central is coming, but sort of the way Seattle's playing, you know, two teams are coming from the West because of Houston. So, no, I expect him to be aggressive. Awesome. And Bob Nightingale joining us. Odyssey MLB Insider. Be sure to follow him at B Nightingale on Twitter. And Bob, thank you so much for the time. My last question for you before we let you go. This Sunday, the Hall of Fame inductions uh, from David Ortiz to Buck O'Neill, Gil Hodges, Tim Kirkshin. What are you looking forward to the most this weekend with the Hall of Fame? Yeah, you know, probably David Ortiz's speech, uh, you know, he means so much to so many people. I mean, there'll be a huge uh, crowd from Boston. 
Uh, it's going to be a huge crop in the Dominican Republic as well. Probably his speech. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the Buck O'Neill uh, one will be great. I think the niece is doing that. Uh, Dave Winfield is talking about Bud Fowler, the very first black person to ever play baseball back in eighteen, you know, 1800s. Uh, those would be good. You know, whatever they say, you know, about a, uh, you know, Gil Hodges in, in his days, he played with Jackie Robinson. In fact, they broke in together with the Dodge, with the uh, Broken Dodgers. So they were good friends. So, yeah, I think it'll be a, a fascinating day. But I think, you know, they probably should save Ortiz for last. And I think people want to hear him the most. There it is. Well, Bob, thank you so much for joining us for the first time. We truly appreciate the time, and I know we'll be following your Twitter throughout the trade deadline. Bob, thank you so much. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you. Of course. There it is. That was Odyssey MLB Insider Bob Nightingale. Insider calls brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used in Driveway's nationwide inventory. Coming up next, we haven't talked about it all week. And I've wanted to, but now that Ron is here, we're going to get into it. The Madden 23 ratings, the quarterback ratings to be specific, because Derek Carr has a reason to feel disrespected. Yeah, sports, but mostly other things. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Yes, indeed. Lindsay, back at home in Minnesota, which means... I'm here. Yes, hi, Adrian Hernandez, along with some help. Ronald Bandana joining us. Ronald, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, my guy? It's uh your first 43 minutes on air yep. on the sports radio station. How do you feel so far? I feel amazing, man. You know, this is my bread and butter. You know I love my sports, so to just get an opportunity to talk about it I think is amazing, so I appreciate you. Of course, and we, we appreciate you as well, and it's time uh, to get into news according to Adrian before we get into these Madden QB ratings. 2023 Madden's coming out next month. And we need to talk about Derek Carr because he's getting some disrespect. But our news according to Adrian brought to you by the Odyssey app. It's really like a fantastic app. You should download it because number one, it's for free. And we love free things around here. Number two, you can get the podcast edition of the Playmakers and all the interviews we've done, especially like the Tracy McGrady one that's going viral or the Larry Holder one from the uh, Athletic where he's talking bad about Russell Wilson. Like there's a lot of content there. Plus, you got my playlist, Hip Hop Underground. There's just a lot of stuff you you can get there. So, news according to Adrian, brought to you by the Odyssey app. Now, our story is from San Diego, where Comic-Con's going on, where apparently Marvel has trademarked Avengers Secret Wars, Avengers the Kang Dynasty, Captain America New World Order, Marvel Multiverse Saga, and lastly, the Thunderbolts, which there's some old heads in this station, in this building, that are very excited that Marvel is going to bring back the Thunderbolts. Now, coming up at 4 o'clock, we are going to do a deep dive to get into Ronald's mind and see what he really likes and what he's about. But just real quick, are you a Marvel guy? Yes. Actually, me and my son, I'm a, we're pretty diehard when it comes to Marvel. I don't think we've missed one. And I think me and you have had a lot of conversations about this. Well, the thing is, is that you bring up your son. Like, that's that's what's made me a Marvel head. Because I'm Star Wars all the way. Same. But the Marvel, Woo! I was kind of off of it until my son came into my life. And now he's obsessed with Spider-Man. So, okay, that's cool. So, we are we excited about some of these movies that are going to come out. Absolutely, man. And that Thunder and Love, even though that's a throwback now, I guess you can say, with all these new movies coming out, 
to me, they they have not missed a beat. So you did like the new Thor movie because I gave it I gave it like an eight point five out of ten. That was hilarious, and Christian Bale was amazing. Absolutely, I I would give it about a a nine point five, you know, or a nine dot So I'm a little bit ahead of you, but I I definitely loved it. All right, awesome. So now let's get into this uh, Derek Carr disrespect and, and and who Madden has this upcoming year uh, as the top quarterbacks, which is which is pretty funny. Number one, uh, you could tell it's July. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of reasons, the weakest sports month of the year. But it's crazy hearing all these different people in Sports Center go into these lists. Because there's a part of me, the gaming part of me, that's like, y'all ain't really on the sticks like that to be discussing these ratings. And then number two, <laughs> I know y'all not on the sticks like that because literally when you buy the game in late August, I think it's August 21st or the 19th, whenever it's going to come out next month, when you put the game in, it updates itself. It updates yep. the entire game, including the ratings. So this is really just us being bored and having nothing better to talk about. And because Lindsay's not here, we're allowed to do a sports list and get passionate about it. So first and foremost, let's kick it off with number one. The number one rated quarterback in Madden is Tom Brady coming in at a 97 overall. We okay with that? Uh, actually, you know what? I, I do agree with that. Shout out to the GOAT, Tom Brady. Um, you know, I hated him for a long time when he was with New England, but I'll take that 97 with him and all the weapons that he has in Tampa. But number two, Aaron Rodgers coming in at a 96. I'm not mad at that. Why not? Because it's, he's still as amazing as he's always been, even regardless of what wherever receivers he's going to have or doesn't have. That say. doesn't take away from his talent. That just means... He's going to have to work a little bit harder. <laughs> but his talent himself is a 96. Now, his wide receivers may be creative players with 65 overalls, <laughs> but that's his problem. You disagree with the rating? Nah, I, I definitely agree with you on the rating. Okay, perfect. Then that leads to number three, Patrick Mahomes with a 95. I agree. We okay with that? Yeah, he's still Superman. You know, he he brought in the behind-the-back pass that no one has ever done in the game. So that is Mr. Superman. I'm not... I'm not going to lie with Patty Mahomes. I, I wanted him to be drafted to the Raiders, but that's a whole different conversation um, that we could talk about later. And here is a Madden tip for all my Madden gamers. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the 95 overall, so you want him on your team. But the thing that makes Patrick Mahomes so much, to me and Madden, puts him as number one when it comes to all these quarterbacks yes. and why you want him is his throw power. Yep. There's two things in Madden that you need to pay attention to when it comes to attributes for your players on your team, whether you're playing ultimate team or you're just playing online or franchise mode. Number one is your quarterback is the throw power. Number two is your wide receivers and speed. Actually, speed all across the field because you can put some linebackers at safety. You can put some safeties <laughs> at linebackers. You need the speed to catch up to some of these dudes because Madden isn't that good of a game. So if one guy's faster than the other, that's really all that matters. But we go from Patrick Mahomes at three. I totally forgot. Wait, am I doing evens or are you doing odds? <laughs> Listen, I'll just say it. I got next. It okay, is, go. It's Josh Allen with a 92. Now, I'm kind of on the fence with this one since he does run the ball a lot more than he throws. But when he does, he can be accurate, but he also has his off days. I'm not sold. Why 92? I'm not sold at a 92. I think maybe an 88. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're gonna go. We're gonna reach that real quick. So let's move on to Joe Burrow at a ninety. Uh, look, man, he's probably gonna win White Man of the Year. So whatever, <laughs> he can have a ninety now. Do I think the Bengals are gonna repeat and, the, and represent the AFC this year? Hell no. But that's a different discussion. This Joe Burrow. Guy. The underrated thing about Joe Burrow using him in Madden, and now he has a good offensive line. In theory, we'll see how it plays out. 
but he has underrated speed. Him and Baker Mayfield, they approach that 78, 79 speed, which means you can get out the pocket if you're getting pressure and able to get some runs because they're not going to think because he's white that he's going to run like that. (laughs) So we'll move on to the next one, which is Dak Prescott, 89 overall. So they got Dak, who's got some years in the league, offensive, like he, he puts up offensive numbers underneath Joe Burrow. Are we okay with that? I am absolutely okay with that. Now, at the end of the day with Dak, we know that that's a turnover machine. And for him being as high as he is, I think they got that one right. But he's still going to score touchdowns. 37 uh, TDs this year with 10 interceptions. The man could run the ball. Joey B is just – he's just throwing dimes, man. Shout, shout out to Joey B. He, so, he deserves. So Joey, Joey at five, Dak Prescott at six. Who's coming in at number seven? Number seven, we have Justin Herbert at an 88. I actually think Herbie should be coming in at a 90. Bro, he needs to prove something. He proved a lot this year. Yeah, he proved that he can't win and get into the playoffs. <laughs> well, like, get to the playoffs, my guy. You have you have hair <laughs> like Thor. You're beautiful. You throw the ball. It's orgasmic when you throw it. Get into the playoffs. Is that uh, fair? Yeah, that's fair. But a 90 would have been fair as well. Uh, we'll see. Well, he'll probably get it during the season if they ball out like they expect to. But from Herbert at 88, we move in to Russell Wilson at an 87. And as a matter of fact, because we need to give you time for Derek Carr. So Russell Wilson, 87. Lamar Jackson, 87. Are we cool with that? Um, They should be lower than that. So let's keep it pushing. We got Matthew Stafford at an 85. Kyler Murray at an 84. Are you okay with that? Uh, I'm actually surprised that Matthew Stafford after the Super Bowl isn't going to get higher. I'm actually surprised Lamar Jackson isn't higher than Russell Wilson. We're talking about a former MVP. You got Herbert. They won a playoff game. Lamar Jackson's won the MVP at Herbert's more than Lamar. Whatever. Kyler Murray, 84. That's cool. Yeah. He kind of, the Cardinals, December, they don't win games late. Whatever. (laughs) Prove it. You got your money. We'll talk about it later on the show. Deshaun Watson, 84. Is he going to be able to even play? So, that means we've gone through 12 names and we haven't brought up Derek Carr because he's right here. The number 13 rated quarterback in Madden coming in at an 83 overall is Derek Carr. Ronald, the Raider faithful season ticket holder. Please speak <laughs> on this. Man, Derek Carr not being in the top 10 baffles me. You got Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson who came in, I believe, number 12 and number 13 in the overall passer ratings and stats and in their rankings for top QBs in 2021, where Derek Carr falls exactly on the number 10th ranking for overall quarterbacks last year, having one of his best seasons that he's had in quite some time. Threw for 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, and okay, okay, 14 interceptions. But the most of his career. Most of his career. No, 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 no. That's not most of his career. For Derek Carr? No, not Derek Carr. Derek Carr normally, I believe last year, he threw eight interceptions, and the year before he threw five. No, but I'm saying last year Derek Carr threw the most interceptions thrown in his career. Absolutely. But he also threw it more, and that's what happens. But keep going. I'm sorry. All right. So we're going to keep it going. With a passer rating of 94%, with his main targets being Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, and Foster Moreau, all right? Which is a sleeper when it comes to the tight end, but he's still no Darren Waller. We all know what happened with Henry Ruggs. That was unfortunate, but he was still having an incredible year. Probably would have threw for over 5,000 yards if that does not happen. We don't have someone to stretch the field. Your number one target was Zay Jones. That all changes this year. That will be your passing leader in 2022. Okay, first off, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. We do something around here. I'm just dancing. Hey. I ain't think about nothing too controversial. We just dancing. Hey. 
Wait a minute. Sorry for your ears at the beginning of that. It's Wait a minute. And here's the here's the one thing too that I, I would that I kind of look at and I think it's kind of funny is Derek Carr is tied for 13th, meaning there's another quarterback who also has an 83 <laughs> overall, which is Ryan Tannehill. Which trash. let's be yes, trash. Come yes. On. Last year, it's arguable by some people, probably you over there in that studio about what happened in the Bengals game and what one of these calls could have changed Correct. which led to the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. You have the you have the Titans and Ryan Tannehill. How many interceptions did they throw against the Bengals in the second round? They were the weakest number 1 seed since Pro Football Talk has been able to track down number 1 seeds in NFL history. Yes, sir. And this year I don't think the Titans are going to be as good as they are. As a matter of fact, we have Mo Mo in the Bleacher Report in Silver and Black today, the Odyssey original podcast, talking about if that's the one team that's going to become a pretender this year, it's going to be the Tennessee Titans. So you have Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill in the same type of sphere. You talk about the Raiders losing their number one target. Look at Ryan Tannehill had A.J. Brown. In terms of wide receiver, no and disrespect. Julio Jones. And Julio Jones, who's kind of off. But in terms of tools and weapons that Derek Carr had and that Ryan Tannehill had, and look at the stats and what they put together, disrespect for Derek Carr, ultimately. Very. Right, Ron? Very. Not only that, but you had Derek Henry, arguably one of the best running backs in the game right now, behind, not even behind, but following right behind him. You can say Nick Chubb, Saquon, and uh, Christian McCaffrey, but the number one running back going for over 2,000 yards. There it is. Ron, thank you so much. The music means we're about to go to commercial. Uh-oh. Four o'clock, I need you to get ready. You're going to be in the hot seat. Uh-oh. A deep dive with Ron, Justin Tinsley at ESPN, and look back at it all coming up on the Friday edition of The Playmakers. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.